this is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. No, you did that all wrong. You need to do it again. This is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. No, do it again. No, I'm not doing there, it again. Finally. No. You nailed it right off the bat without missing a beat. <laughs> and then Twice. I asked you to do it again. I figured you'd fuck up the second time. Just Twice. You're irritated at me. Of course I nailed it. That's how perfect I am. You are perfect, but no. Perfecto. (laughs) Perfecto. You know why we do that every time? Some people record at the beginning and just uh, play the same recording over and over again. You know why I make you do that every time? Why? To be original? Because Bare Feet's from the old Lifestyle Life podcast. He, uh, that one of the one piece of advice that he gave me when we were first, when I was first talking about doing a podcast, Uh he goes, Yeah, don't record your stuff at the beginning because. You just, it sounds recorded. It just, just make it natural. Be all natural. It'll, it, yeah, because it'll make you flow better and just, because it's more entertaining that way. And I, that is one, I have to one piece of advice I ran with. I'm uh, like, oh. We record that every single time. Yep, and we still forget. What? And the endings we yes, still forget. Yes, and we still forget <laughs> the endings. But it's okay because I don't listen all the time. Otherwise, I would remember everything. Because we definitely don't try to sound too professional. No, we are not. We are average. Mm-hmm. So Completely average. We're recording this little thing here because um, we are going to uh, talk with the owners of Colette's in Dallas and the owners of Colette's in New Orleans. Wish you're the same people. Yeah. The owners. The way of, Jay just said it made it sound like two sets of people, but it, it's not. It's only one people. I sounded really stupid. It's only one people. Okay. <laughs> see? Yeah. You. I was going for the funny. I know the English language. We're going to talk about that later, too. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk with John and Jackie Milfie. The owners Why do we of have to Colette's say their last name? They do. Is it necessary? They're going to say it in just a second. Oh. But, okay. You know what? Well, we'll just let them talk. So we're John and Jackie Melfi. We own Colette of Dallas in New Orleans. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm Angie. I'm Jay. Well, you, we'll do oh, that yeah. later. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. <laughs> the, um, I think one of the things I want to ask, you guys opened your club in New Orleans first, right? Yes. Uh, how long ago was that? That was uh, 14 years ago, and we've had clubs prior to that. They just weren't called Colette. So we've also had clubs in Atlanta and in Tampa. That's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah, was that was the other clubs uh, LS clubs or were they just, just regular clubs? Uh, my first club was a I would say it's a vanilla club, just a dance club, mm-hmm. and that was in 1996 in Atlanta. And then uh, our partners, I helped them open a club in Atlanta called Venus. And then uh, in 2000, we opened Taboo in Tampa. Oh, and then I it think was, we heard of that, didn't we? Haven't we heard of that? Taboo. Sorry, we have friends in Florida too. That's okay. <laughs> it was it was open a couple of years and it closed. Okay. And uh, I, I closed it around. It was probably two thousand one, and I was in the process of opening New Orleans. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Do you? Um, so you got Colette's there and here. Are you plan on any more Colette's? Or? We are. We're trying. We're looking around, and we've 
found some properties, we've come close to leasing, and then for whatever reason, the, uh, it's fallen through. But we're actively looking to open clubs in other markets. Well, with the um, with the trouble that the club or house, per, whatever the hell that thing was in Arlington that got shut down, happened, I does you, do you have trouble going through a lot of with the permits and stuff like that? I mean, is, is it a big hassle to open one of these clubs? No. Well, I mean, it's no more of a hassle than opening a, just a regular nightclub. As long as you go through all, follow the protocol that you're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't rent a house and open a nightclub in a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if that, uh, that, that all that stuff happened had anything to do with blueback on you guys any effect on yeah. you guys was there any blowback any effect of you guys of that club opening or closing or all the stuff that happened no you know when other clubs open um they market in different ways than we market yeah. and so they're going to reach out to other couples mm -hmm. in singles that might be interested in this type of a nightclub right and then we may get some trickle yeah. trickle down from yeah. that and so i never i don't ever really see a negative to other clubs opening well, I wasn't right. thinking about the opening. I was more thinking about if uh, after they shut the down, if, if the news started seeing if they anything with you guys or any crap. We get like a phone that. call from the from yeah. the news, and oh. I, I mean, I talked to them, but I mean, I I don't know what went on out there, so I really couldn't say much. Really, we never actually we, went. We never actually went. It's actually like it would have been the us. closest one to our house. We never went. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know last you guys did a uh, did the TV show for. Um, Naughty New Orleans. Naughty New Orleans. The, um, the Nightline. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay. So prior to that, um, had many people known about you guys being in lifestyle, or was that something that outed you guys? I mean, have you guys been in the public eye like that before as swingers or club owners? Yeah, we've never hidden it. I mean, oh, okay. with our family and friends, okay. I mean, we, I, I've always been open about it. Okay. That's so, a that's kind of what our thing is. We we don't run around telling everybody it, but if you're gonna ask, but we won't yeah. lie to you. Right. But there's no reason for certain, you know, there's no reason for us to come out and say, hey, hey, by the, no, did you, you know, by the way, did you know we were swingers? You know, something like that. Yeah, that's kind of like saying to people, that. you know, yeah. that you're Random. into something. Yeah. You know, hey, did yeah. you know I'm into this? Or Yeah, it's like telling, you know, your sexual preference to a point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even tell your kids unless they ask. Now, our kids are old enough, we, if they ask, we'd tell them, yeah, we're swingers. And they'd be like, oh. <laughs> but as a club owner, when people ask, yeah, I mean, that's how we market it, is word of mouth. That's the best marketing. I figured that, but then I was like, when it, when you were on the show, it's like, going, well, if they didn't know before, now they know. The show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Is it when you open a club? Is it easier to go on premise, off premise, or do you not mention that or what? An off premise club is easier to open because you can just you can really rent any venue that's already open, a bar or a nightclub, mm -hmm. and just promote a party there. Yeah. And then have if you promote it as off premise. Most swingers know they have to go someplace else yeah. to have sex, so yeah. it's much easier to open. You don't, you don't have to uh, start from the ground up and make any kind of changes where people were able to have sex in. So, so is it is it uh, so is it complicated for for you to get, I mean, permits when you do an on premise? It depends on the, the city location? and state. Yes. Okay, okay. So some is easier than others if they're more open to, like, New Orleans was probably a lot easier than the Dallas area. Uh, actually, Dallas was easier. Really? Mm -hmm. That's 
I would have thought New Orleans because they're just so freaky over there. <laughs> Not too many freaks live in the Dallas. Well, okay. Apparently, there's a lot of freaks yeah, in the Dallas area. There's a lot that hide. Okay. All right. So Every, I, would, I, I guess my thought process was completely off. So. Let's say every place we've been, I haven't seen any place with as many clubs and the, parties area, and everything yeah. in one area than yeah, Dallas Forward area. Yeah, we visited New York in November last year, and, and they only have maybe two. Yep, Dallas. Yeah. There are a lot of yeah, MP. clubs and parties going mm-hmm. on every weekend. Yeah, so. and even in Florida, I think they only have maybe three or four. We were there in Florida. The they only had, I, th- I think at the time they only had three major clubs open and running at the time. And and I was like, going, but that's we the whole state. Our, was like, yeah, yeah, we like, were in Orlando, crazy. so that was that was all the way down. Well, that was that was advertising as swinger clubs, right? So there's probably some hiding off in the that nobody knows about just private club private parties but the ones that advertise as lifestyle clubs you don't get too many don't get too many you know names coming up hey where should we go we're going to visit Florida this weekend so that's why when we had we um, met some people on a couples cruise and they live in Florida and they're like yeah we got this club here we got that club and we see had we gone we wouldn't have known because it's hard you can't even like google it Really? see what kind of lifestyle clubs. I mean, you can now, but that was, what, four years ago? Yeah. All right. Oh, um, question. In New Orleans, do, they, do you pay for mixers in New Orleans? No, or they're just included. Here? Yeah. yeah, New Orleans, they're included. Here in Dallas, you, you pay for the mixers. Is there just from the rent of the place or the cost thing? or? No, I mean, I would prefer to sell mixers. Uh, when we initially opened New Orleans, we didn't, and we've tried to change it over, and we got some. Oh yeah, once you open it without food. doing it, it's hard to go there. Yeah, so we have some <laughs> premium stuff like Red Bull, things like that. We do sell in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Dallas, this was a club before. Yeah, yeah, it was an iniquity. So, yeah, so they were selling setups already, and mm-hmm. so it was easy to just make that transition. We lowered the pricing of the mm-hmm. setups, and but we still sell them here. Yeah, well, uh, one of the things everybody says that talks about that we never came into iniquity i've never been here uh, then uh everybody always said that they were just happy that you guys stopped the vip area whatever it was upstairs yeah I, or is that was that where it was upstairs or there were multiple like prices you would pay to come in and then you had to pay to go upstairs you had to pay to go in the back yeah and yeah yes, that's yes. what we had heard so they are all like it was just that was horrible <laughs> some people liked it some people didn't and, and the, the way we run all clubs though, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that way they could have their own place to go up there and those of us who are average. <laughs> the, yeah, ones, like, the ones that are swinging on a budget like yeah. me. Yeah. That's, our, that's our big We thing. like to treat everybody as a VIP. Yeah. Yeah. So, there yeah. you go. Some clubs you pay, some clubs you don't. It's just a, a preference of the club. It's, yeah. it's, it's neither here nor there. Uh, do you have any advice you guys give the newbies when they come? Or anything yeah. you can tell newbies about coming to your club specifically? If they've like, never been to any swinger club before. <laughs> 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 no pressure at all. No <laughs> pressure. You got that. So, so if somebody calls you on the phone and says, hey, we're thinking about visiting your club, we've never been to a club, we're new to the lifestyle, how would you broach them about coming into your club, your establishment, and what is permitted, what's not, your rules, your I think, first of all, we would tell them that it's just like, it, it, when you come in, it's like any other nightclub that you might go to. Okay. And it's, you know, it's an upscale crowd here at the club in Dallas, well, either, both, both clubs, actually. And, uh, you know, there's a bar and lounge area and dancing, and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel any different than a regular nightclub, other than the people are probably more courteous and respectful of you than they would be at a, yes. at a vanilla nightclub where everyone's trashed and aggressive mm-hmm. with women. 
And then from there, you know, if you're comfortable, you know, we'll give you a tour of the areas where people play. And if you're comfortable going back there, you know, you don't have to interact with anybody. You can um, get a private room with you and your partner if, if, you know, you're turned on. Or you can get a semi-private room where there are sheer curtains between the beds. And, um, you know, that might be your thing. Yeah, and we also we let them know that the staff will take them on a guided tour. That mm -hmm. we're not just going to set them loose. And we're going to go over all the rules with them. If they've got any questions they can ask. I usually tell them, you know, go into it without any expectation that, you know, that way you're not ever disappointed. If you go and think, wow, these things are going to happen, yeah. you know, and then they don't. And that, it, that generally, that's one of our biggest things. If you have expectations, you're either going to be highly disappointed right. and be upset about whatever it is that you, that didn't happen <laughs> or something's going to happen and maybe it wasn't, it was too much. Right. So it, it's hard to... Yeah, if you go with no expectations, we're just going to wing it. That's right. Just take your time, yes. relax, yeah. Yeah, just kind of take time. it yeah. in, enjoy, because there's no pressure. And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. just, because, just because you've come into an establishment like this mm -hmm. doesn't mean that there's some quota you have to meet or right. some performance that you have to do. Right. You don't have to do anything like that. And usually... I, I remember we had one couple that came in and she was really adamant about the fact that she wasn't a swinger and she wanted mm -hmm. to make that very clear you know, I'm not a swinger I don't know maybe 30 minutes later she comes flying from the back to the front just naked as a jaybird just having the time of her life <laughs> but she's not That's a swinger maybe no, she's no, a no, no, no. maybe she's a nudist maybe you know she but felt comfortable enough right. that, no and she wasn't a swinger but she felt comfortable enough that she could she was she could get naked in well and, and you know and we told her that's fine I mean you don't have to be so you know it's it's a relaxed environment if people feel the need to express those things they can if but then if they end up wanting to do something different they can't do nobody's gonna nobody's gonna care it's not that big of a deal and sometimes if you've never been in this environment you don't realize that you think it's a big deal yeah so oh that's what the big yeah. change yeah. is when you come in and nobody's it's it's not that nobody's paying attention to you but nobody's paying attention to you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nobody in cares if you're a swinger yeah. or exactly. not i mean you're in a swinger club so. or if you're having sex in it yeah. in the back room yeah. then it's not you it's know. not a surprise right <laughs> so there's something kind of freeing about that and yeah. empowering yes it is so. very especially I have to say, I like the lifestyle because it gives women a lot of power. I think so. <laughs> I and, agree. And, and you know, a lot of women don't realize that. Yeah. They think that, you know, it's, I'm going to do what my husband asked or this, we're only doing this for him, you know, I'm just going to, mm -hmm. you know, ride along for whatever reason. And it, it doesn't work like that. Well, I think, it, <laughs> I think sometimes it gives women an opportunity to really say yes mm -hmm. to some things about themselves yes and they don't they don't get a lot of focus on that i think sometimes i think you're right so I think that's good. there was this movie that she loves this is an old movie called uh, sex monster it sounds oh. completely stupid <laughs> sounds like a porno i know it's, it's an but old it's movie. not it's got uh, it a mario hemingway yeah mario hemingway that's yes. old <laughs> really? she was a young mario <laughs> at the, at the whole the whole thing of the movie is though that the um, the husband talks her into having a threesome with another girl. Okay. Right? And he's all pumped about this. Right. 
and then he realizes that he's created a sex monster, and she's... She wants to have sex with not kind of just <laughs> the girl, but anybody she sees, she wants to grab him up, and he's, like, created this this person, and he doesn't know how to deal with her. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, know how to deal with that's her. That's kind of what I think about the lifestyle, is when a guy comes in, he thinks he's going to, you know, he's the man, he's controlling right, her. Right, right. All of a sudden, she figures out, Ooh, I've got some power I here. You. <laughs> I can come in here without you. You're going to be sitting out there. I can have a lot more fun with you. You need to start getting your ass in line. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, which, which is another thing that I like about the swing clubs. So. Well, I like what, what John mentioned earlier when he was talking about the, uh, you tell people, don't worry about it. It's actually when you come here instead of a vanilla bar, you're going to, it's it's a lot nicer and people are more respectful and everything. That's what I try to tell some of our friends. Because I've tried to get some of our friends to come to, like, to start pub crawls, which are still at, you know, uh, vanilla bars, but you're surrounded by a bunch of swingers, so the whole group is just more respectful and nice. And, like, and honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, everybody already yes. knows. Yeah. And so there's a level of vulnerability when yeah. when you're intimate with other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, takes, it takes it to the Well, level. I would just try to tell the girl, like, if you come there, it, it isn't like people are going to... They all think huh. they're going to get raped, basically. That's what I thought. They're going to be all over uh-huh. me. They're going to be raping it's gonna me. It's going to be a giant orgy. going to yeah. get drugged And I got to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to be sleeping with... Guys are going to be grabbing me and trying to do things. And yes. I can't say... No. Yeah. I try to tell you, if you come there, you're going to be so surprised because it's going to be so much better than... You'll be out there dancing with people. Maybe a girl or two will get a little handsy. You just tell them to back off and they'll back off. But, but the guys... the guys will not. The guys aren't going to do this. <laughs> and if they do... If they don't back off by themselves, there'll be a bunch of other guys to step yes. up and go. You you're going to ruin this yeah. for everybody. Yes. You yeah. need to back I mean, I didn't do anything at the club for quite a while. I mean, I just came and enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. So, I think it took me a it took me a lot of drinks. Yeah. Even 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 like we had we had like uh, like ten of us upstairs one time here at this club upstairs and everybody was on the middle of the bed and I didn't realize that there was chairs and mirrors and benches uh. <laughs> the big round bed area right I here. was yeah. in the middle of the bed and I was just like y'all need to <laughs> I'm like hiding my <laughs> and I had some lady come and put her hand on my knee I was like oh I don't know you <laughs> so that was probably the only freaky thing that ever happened to me but we all it all it all got worked out <laughs> but it, it was all good <laughs> I was like that was the only thing that ever freaked me out uh, do you guys have any uh, funny stories you can share that you'd be wanting to share about the clubs, or you rather just not embarrass anybody? Oh, no, I probably have a few. John has quite a few. <laughs> They're actually pretty funny. Well, spell a good one, then. Just just the, the one off the top of your head that would yeah. and everybody would listen enjoy listening to, something that you think everybody would like. Well, I don't know. We used to have, um, at our club in Tampa... And actually, in New Orleans, too, we had a fetish night where we had a dominatrix come in and, and she would educate people on things that had to do with BESM, spanking or bondage. And, and then it would, we'd encourage people with different fetishes to come to the club. But we had a guy that used to come in there, and his thing was he liked to have sex with fruit. And so he would have a girl, like one of the other members, hold the cantaloupe. She would cut a hole in it to fit him, and then he would just go to town on that fruit and fruit juice is flying oh. everywhere and yeah. oh. oh goodness I, that, I guess that's a fetish that was an unusual it, it, one it is a fetish <laughs> but you know to each his own I mean I wasn't knocking and some people enjoyed watching it but. oh my goodness I, I, I would have had a tra- hard time not laughing at that one <laughs> I'd have been cracking up right beside him and I'm sorry dude he's just, oh. 
fuck your first. No, if that's your fetish, I don't mean to be. I mean, I was not offending you, but I, I've never tried it. I mean, maybe I should give that a shot. We need to think of watermelon oil. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's too big, honey. No, oh. an orange. Maybe an orange. <laughs> But my favorite thing is when a couple comes in, and it happens most times, it'll be a new couple, and they'll say, you know, we're here to meet a single girl, we want to have a threesome with a girl. <laughs> and you all know, there's, I mean, there are, we get our share of single women, but it's it's a lot easier to, to find a single guy than is a single girl. They're called unicorns for a reason. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then, you know, two hours later or three hours later, she's walking out the door and she's like, oh, my God, we had the best time. I met four or five guys I had sex with. It was incredible. <laughs> and the husband's all excited. And they come back every week after that. And that's what it's all about yes. is just having people come in with an open mind mm -hmm. to be able to explore whatever their fantasies are and then maybe push the envelope on them a little bit and leave with a smile on their face. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's one of our favorite things when we get emails for – for positive oh my god I love your podcast it was great it was very yes. helpful you know I had a problem discussing this and I listened to you guys and and it helped me work it out so one of those things is like that's what that's why we keep doing this that's oh, you yeah. know because there's many a times like oh, why are we recording nobody listens I don't even listen I will be completely <laughs> honest I don't even listen she's, she's once, not allowed to listen to ours and then she doesn't want while, to listen to anybody else's every once so. in a while I'll listen just because he hear yourself you were so funny he'll be sitting there editing cracking up laughing I'm working out I'm like oh my god what did I say this time <laughs> like the one we just released today it was uh, Energizer Bunny on crack I don't even remember what we talked about <laughs> but apparently somebody having sex for a long period of time <laughs> they would not stop <laughs> but it, it, yeah so that's why we do this you guys do your clubs for the, we do this to help listeners who maybe they're not yet ready to go to a club or right. just don't have that kind of outward outward personality to well, go to a club. Well, it gets the conversation it gets, going. It gets, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, listening to this, hey, just listen to this one time. Listen to these people. You know, this is actually a lot more common than people think it is. How know? often do you guys get asked that question? How can I talk my significant other, spouse, wife, husband into, into coming to yeah. the club? All the time. All you the know, time. we have a blog as well called openlove101.com. Oh, okay. that's we, did we, not know that. we do the same thing. We share written and video blogs of uh, different topics. And the one we just uh, launched this week was... Was that very that, question. Yeah, how to ask your significant other to go to a swingers club. and So, yeah, that's probably the most popular question out there. Yeah. Yeah, because there's always one person more into it than the other. And and that's that's natural. <laughs> but oh, The first thing I always it. tell people, I'm like... Do you talk to him about sex? Because if you can't talk to him about sex, you need to get over that hurdle. <laughs> yeah, right. That's if a good you point. can't talk to him about advice, the fact yeah. that you know you might want to do anal with him, then you yeah. probably shouldn't be trying to say we might want to fuck other people. You know, it's just there's you got to get the, you got to go over the one first. Baby then, steps. Yeah. yeah. Baby steps. You're trying to win the race. You haven't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything else you guys want to? You guys have any upcoming it? events, maybe? I know, are you guys going to do the Naughty in New Orleans? I know that yeah, these uh, we do. It, here. Naughty in New Orleans is coming up in uh, New Orleans. It's the, August. I think the 28th, July, 29th, 29th, 29th until August 1st or 2nd, somewhere. It's that weekend, the first weekend of August. 
And so 9, 30, 31, 1, and 2, I believe. Yes. Wednesday to Sunday. So we'll be there. We have some big parties at the club that week. And then uh, Jackie and I are doing a seminar on jealousy at the um, at the, actually oh, at the at convention. The convention. Yeah. Oh, Are you guys going to be there? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be there. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah We we'll went last year for the first time, and then uh, we'll go back. And then here in Dallas, um, our third anniversary party is coming up on July 25th. Uh, we're flying a DJ in from a popular D- DJ in the swinger community, in the mm-hmm. lifestyle, uh, from L.A. His name is uh, Scotty Boy, DJ Scotty Boy. No, um, no. He's got some popular hits out there on Billboard charts, so he's awesome. going to be DJing. And then Pasher who's a body painter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also lives in L.A. We're flying him out to body paint that night. It's going to be a glow party, so it'll be glow lit, oh, and uh, it should like be a great time. So that's July 25th, and then July 11th is the BBB party here mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. Dallas on the lake. It's a big boat party on the lake, and we're having the after party here on Saturday night. So awesome. that'll be a big party as well. Anybody that listens to us knows about BBB. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was the first major thing we ever went to. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, three, four, how long has it been now? Shit. I don't know. A long time ago, when it was down in Austin, so they all know about that. But yeah, yeah. The after party being here, I didn't learn about that until like two months ago or a month ago. Like the, the you get your calendar. Up. That is Saturday, July 11th, right? Yes, Saturday, July that 11th. That is it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and then uh, Naughty New Orleans is the 29th, uh, right. July 29th through uh, Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. June is second. August, August second. August, August second. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that's actually the, our an- anniversary weekend. Last year we went on our anniversary. Our uh-huh. anniversary is August 7th, so we're like, we're going to go next year again. Because yeah. I think it used to be in November, if I'm not mistaken. It started off in November. Okay. Yeah. And we could never make it in November. And then he moved it to July for a while. June. And then July, yeah. and now. Because <laughs> yeah. I know uh, couple, the first couple of years we wanted to go, it was the exact same day, weekend as BBB every time. Oh, okay. Uh, so the first two years we heard about it, we actually heard about Naughty New Orleans from another podcast. Um, a podcast called uh, Swinger Cast. They're, John and Al. They're like the godfathers of the shit we're doing. Uh, <laughs> as far as swingers like go, 20 yeah. 20 years ago when they first, yeah, oh they did gosh. a long, long time Not ago. Not quite that long ago, but. <laughs> if you ask Allie, it was 20 years ago. <laughs> At least that's what she said. I don't know if she was sober when she said that. <laughs> yeah, they've been going to Naughty New Orleans for a years down there, yeah. And they they talked about it. That's what got us wanting to go down there for that. So when we finally went, we met them down there for the first time ever, and this they were awesome. And we yeah. had a freaking blast. Yeah. Oh was, they, my gosh! Fun. They make oh us. God, yes. They make us feel like the old people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They they we all we all did a, a group uh, podcast for us, the Swap Foods, and then a newbie couple that was just starting in as, really? as podcast. So you had like the older crowd the crowd that's been around for about five the veterans years. and then you got us we've only been around maybe a year and a half and then you got the new people who have never done it and we were trying to talk them you know answer their questions on how to get started and blah 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 so it, it was a big group thing but i don't even think swap Fu ever released that. no <laughs> the more people you get the harder it becomes to edit yes. i bet yes yeah. Yeah. especially when you get people that don't want to use their names yes We've actually got to the point where I won't oh. I won't actually talk to anybody that won't use their name. I don't care if you want to try to use a fake name or not. It's a pain in the ass. If you try to use a fake name, she's going to call you by your real name. Oh. Then i got to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, get, that tends to get hard. I'm like, just forget it. If you don't want to use your name, I don't want to talk to you. I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> He's just lazy. <laughs> Straight I am. <laughs> so, um, so you have July 11th. Mm-hmm. July 25th, 
and then the convention and then, in uh, New Orleans. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds good. So you guys, your Halloween parties and your New Year's Eve parties those tend to be um, blow up parties. Both of them. They, yeah. They're, they're really big, especially here in Dallas. So. Now, do you guys? I they're not as big in New Orleans. No, you know, there's six or seven million people here in Dallas. Yeah. Versus five hundred thousand with tourists included in New Orleans. So. And then most people probably want to hit Bourbon Street in their costumes or something like that. Yeah, I mean, now we're busy there. I mean, it's definitely yeah. a busy night, but it's not. There's not nearly as many people that come to the Dallas Club. I do like the fact I never realized how close your club in New Orleans was to Bourbon Street. Yeah, it is only it two is. blocks away. Until yeah. we were staying, we were staying at the Aster for uh, a city crash thing a couple of years back. Yeah, and it was the first time we ever went to your club in New Orleans. And the couple was like, "Let's go there." And they're like, "All they're right, like, we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get a cab. cab." And I pulled up my phone and I went. He is, I think we're gonna walk. We beat them. <laughs> we, we beat them like ten minutes. We I were finishing it. our tour. We yeah. were finishing our <laughs> they tour. They were coming in. As they were just now coming in, yeah. they're like, "You guys are," said, "Dude, all you do is walk." Because that, that cab had to take a certain route and hit traffic. Yeah, a lot of one-way streets. And... Yeah, so we just walked. It was literally two blocks. It was awesome. So. I know. I was so surprised the first time I went to the New Orleans club. I was like, "It's right here." Yes. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. Do you guys get a lot of walk-ins from both clubs, or do you make them? Do they have to have a reservation to come? Or no, we, we really treat it like a nightclub where you can okay. just come if you want to, and then you fill out the membership forms once you arrive. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, that's that's generally most clubs. I know that there's um, one here in Dallas that they they request that you let them know up front that you're coming because they have a capacity issue. They only allow a certain a number uh. of people in their building. So they have to make sure that they don't ever hit that limit and walk-ins. They have to turn people away at some point. Hmm. So that's why I was asking. Some people. Well, there are a lot of clubs out there too that they they like to um, meet the couple first and interview them and make sure you know that type of a thing. I mean, I think that, that's probably a thing of the past. Less and less of the clubs are doing that, but it used to be yeah. you yeah. have to do a phone interview Screening. or yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we ever did that, did we? No, we had to go early to the one in. Uh, was it uh, Shreveport? Shreveport? Yeah, we had to go in there and talk oh, to them. Yeah, yeah. That nice little room first. <laughs> There's one in town. like getting interrogated too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a really tiny room. We were there for a New Year's like Eve party. Like a closet? <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad. We were coming out of the closet. It was like a little meeting room with a table in the middle. And am I, am I right? It was yes. a meeting room with a table in the middle. And then you had like 10, 10 couples in that little room. And they were just talking to you about what you're about to get into. I'm like, okay, it's New Year's Eve. We got to do this right now. You're making sure they're <laughs> oh, wow. a weird. So, but that right. was a long time ago, too. Well, I think we're about done then, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Yeah. Here, Angie. What am I doing? If you figured it out so far, we're not really all that serious most of the time. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a tradition. She's going to ask you a question. It's the only one I say you got to answer. Okay. Jay wants to know if he is the sexiest motherfucker you have ever seen. Oh, well, absolutely. She, she, you can lie. You just have to answer the question. No. Oh, yes. Yes. We got to know. Don't edit that. I won't. James will love it. Yes. (laughs) So, I think we're done. I mean, unless you guys have anything else you want to say. Anything else you want to get, really? No. No. Appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We we, we truly just do this for the fun of it. it That's it. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you, too.
was uh, John and Jackie. Mm -hmm. They were um, they were a lot of fun. Yeah, they, they were, really were. They were, and I have to say, it was a little bit different than what I expected it to be. Yeah, because they own two clubs. They, we don't know them. We really. This is the first time we've ever actually. We we met them once in New Orleans. To yes, say hi. To say hi, but that was it. And yeah, they, probably, even, they probably said hi to a million people yeah, that they, night. Yeah, they so. don't remember it. Like yeah. us with everybody we always meet. You right. Know, you meet a lot of people. It just kind of happens. But we never really met them before, so they own two clubs. You just kind of figure they might be a little... Snobbish, stuck up. Yeah, something like that. All about me. Don't look at me because I own special. this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, they were the sweetest, most down-to-earth people. They were. They were just... And they were, they were natural. Really nice, yeah. Everything that they said and everything that they came up with, it was just... None of it felt like it was scripted. Yeah, well, it sounded like they were... They actually cared. They're not just... Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, they want to make money. You know, hey, you, you want to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. You should want to make money. Any entrepreneur yes. wants to make money. But they actually care, too. It's yes. Not, not just about the money. Yes. Which yes. is nice. Yes. You know, we've only met a couple of club owners that were really like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones you like. Because mm -hmm. the lifestyle is kind of like a, it's kind of like a family. It's just, a, you know, you should. If you em, the people if that you care embrace, about other people. I think the the most successful clubs is if you embrace the lifestyle mm -hmm. for what it is versus what you can make off of it. I think you're going to go a lot further than what you think you can make off of yeah, it. Yeah, if it's just a business. If it's just a business to you, you're not going to be connected to it in any way. So and that's a good way to describe it. Before that, I kind of thought it was just a business for them. And after talking to them, mm -hmm. you know, that they actually do care. And it's mm -hmm. part of it. And yeah, so I mean, yeah. it makes it makes lifestyle clubs way more successful, I think, if they are into it and... and embrace it versus just being an owner and wanting to make money off of it yes it's nice to make money off of clubs don't get me wrong it's nice to make money off of anything that you do but to enjoy it and love it on the nights that maybe you're only hitting 10 couples you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. in a club that night and it's okay because you're still enjoying what you're doing i think that that makes it supremely unique versus those that are just out to be owners of a lifestyle club now we've been to both their uh, colette's before mm -hmm. the one in new orleans is a nice club the um the, the one in dallas is bigger the the, the size that, there's a huge size difference yeah it seems like a lot bigger in dallas than it but is in the Orleans. one in dallas was also at one point another lifestyle club so Before it wasn't that. like they were taking creating something new and i'm not sure if that was the case in new we orleans never, yeah we never went to the one before we never went to the club that was there before, before prior to Colette's. yeah yeah um, so we don't know what it was like mm -mm. Well, i mean we've heard stories but we don't relay those stories because they're not our own well something jackie was talking about uh how women feel empowered when they come in the lifestyle and everything i know we've talked about all this before uh, something i was thinking about um now they always say that women are in charge mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. just so people understand when they say a woman is in charge it, it's basically they're talking about in business life and everything else women not like they don't have any power or anything it's not you know the fucking 20s and 40s here but women are still 
looked down upon a little bit more than men are in this situations. But in the lifestyle, the woman has the power. She can, you know, basically do what she wants and get away with it. And a guy can't do the same thing and get away with it. But that's not saying that when a woman makes all the decisions that women just tell guys what to do and we basically just have to do whatever the hell we're told. What I was getting at is for the literal people like you. I that, am a little uh, person. Whenever somebody says that the women are in charge, it ain't like you find a couple and say, we're, we're fucking gonna fuck them, them and, it's and okay. I have no say. Yeah, I just have yeah, to do no, it. No, that's not yeah. how it works. It just, when we say the woman's in power, what we means... mean is that if if Angie wants to go to a club and she didn't want to take me, she wouldn't do this to me. But if she wanted to, you could do it. I probably couldn't because yeah. they wouldn't let me in if I wasn't with you. Right. So that's where the women have power. And it, it, and it also, and it's also in, it ain't like your guys are, no, the women are bossing the guys around and everything. No, because we've, just that, we've come up, actually we've come across times where women have manipulated the guys. Well, what I'm getting is though is so in regular, in regular life, a lot of women are brought up thinking that, um, mm. the man is, the breadwinner the man is this and that it's not so much anymore it's actually changing which it should but a lot of women were brought Everybody up that should way be equal partners yeah and in the lifestyle the women the women that haven't had that their entire life where they were equal get to feel a little bit more empowered powered, because yes. and it they're now considered better, yeah. an equal in the play in the same playing field yeah but i just wanted to bring it yeah. up that the the for the literal people that no it doesn't mean that they make all the damn decisions and mm-hmm. you just have to do what they're to- what you're told. It, it's still I based, pretty much do, but that's it's okay. It's still based on what you as a couple wants, not what one male, one female wants or one wife or one spouse husband wants. It's it's whatever you do in the lifestyle, it still has to be what the couple wants. Yeah. If if you know only one person wants it, it's not really going to work out for the other person it just helps women that have been uh raised where they were kind of timid and shy or whatever to understand that they have a lot of worth because i mean even when you have a husband like um well let's use me for example who has told you for years that you were beautiful and you're smart and everything else the well, the way you were brought up you weren't told you were beautiful and smart and great and everything else no, and you, you were, didn't believe that shit you coming were told from me. that you needed to listen to what you say follow the rules and yeah. and don't make any waves but no matter how much i told you you knew i felt that way but you didn't completely feel that way about yourself but mm-hmm. as soon as you get in the lifestyle it's not just me saying it anymore now it's me other women other men mm-hmm. and you hear it from so many other people you just eventually you're beat down with the fact that you know what i am good enough i mm-hmm. am smart enough Mm-hmm. That stupid guy from Saturday Night Live. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And damn it, I deserve this. It's Stuart Smalley or someone. Yeah, I, I saw that Facebook post, but I wasn't. And yeah. I, I don't watch SNF, so SNL. Is yeah. that what it is? Saturday Night Live. So yeah. I don't know the the innuendo it was going towards, but I I get I get it. Yeah, but that's all I was. Saying. I like the that, same. That's why they always say that women feel more empowered and everything because. You hear from so many different people that you begin to understand that, you know, your husband or your significant other or your friends, they're not just telling you this. And another thing to consider is that um, when you you go to a lifestyle club versus a vanilla, a regular club, sorry, vanilla club, regular club, um, you feel a little bit more confident about, about yourself than you would if you go to a regular club because at a regular club 
you're looking at everybody wondering it, you know, even the females, you know, if you're a girl, you're like, well, does she think I'm hideous or does he think I'm hideous or does, you know, or you feel a little bit intimidated sometimes. But if you go to a lifestyle club, you know, you get hit on or talked to or you get that such positive energy that you don't feel the negativity about do I look good enough or do I, you know. The chances that somebody's going to walk up to you and tell you how beautiful you are. It's a lot better at a, a lifestyle club than it would be at a regular club. And I think that that in itself makes it a lot more fun because and it's a lot more confidence and women generally are a hell of a lot more sexy when they are confident in themselves even even the big girls I will say you know and I like big girls I like little girls I like I like all kinds of girls but all I'm saying is that I am (laughs) Um, all I'm saying is that the more confidence that you have in yourself the more the more sexy it it shows the the sexier the appeal is to some some people like me or some girls come out and they just own it and sometimes that is just hot in itself so basically if you are going out and uh, you just can't believe that your significant other when he's telling you how gorgeous you are just or listen, she's telling you listen to everybody or in else the case, around you in the case of you and misty talking with like me and david you guys are telling us how pretty we are no, no, no. Me and David no. need to hear that. You, no, it's not you. It's yes. David and me. No, no, you could tell me I'm pretty. No, okay. Just, fuck it. All right. any rate, whenever your significant other tells you how pretty you are or how sexy you are or how whatever you are. It's not just even if you don't you believe feeling it, like he's obligated to say that. Even if you don't believe it, you can still fake it. Mm-hmm. Go to the club. Mm-hmm. And then if you fake it long enough and enough people come to, come up to you and tell you how beautiful you are. Eventually, you're going to start believing it because you know what? Damn it, it's true. You said, hey, think about this, and we're going to talk about it later. So you said, think about what is the best thing that's ever happened to you at a club what is the worst thing that's ever happened to you at a club or what's the best thing that you liked or best time best time that you had or the worst time that you had so the first thing that I could come up with was not the correct answer because I thought about it and I figured out the correct answer I don't think there's a right or wrong there is for me go ahead go ahead yes okay so the worst time I've had at a club was when guy walked up to us and said hey we met y'all on SLS we actually friended you on SLS and you said no thank you okay well we were we were at a table and the guy was a douche to begin with yes because what he did was we were over there and you and the girl were messing around mm-hmm and you were not his girl no different uh, girl. you and a friend of ours uh-huh. were messing around and you guys were playing with the other titties and everything this is like years back but 
that guy, the way their table was setting, they couldn't see you. So right. this douche who hadn't talked to us, didn't know us, it was being a loud dickhead, goes, well, you could at least turn around so the rest so of the us rest, could see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which yeah. got you to put your shirt back on. Yeah. He's like, well, you can turn around so everybody else can see. And that's when he noticed who we were, and he goes, oh, I sent you guys a friend request on SLS. And you guys, and you guys sent me said, back a no thanks. No thanks. We're not compatible or something like that. So Just Angie a goes. reply. So I, I cordially responded with, oh, I am so sorry. Can you send us another message on SLS? You said maybe, uh, she goes, well, we're new. So maybe we uh, just sent the no thanks on accident because yeah. I don't really remember you. So send send it again. Send us send us another request again. Sure enough, he sent one that very night, and we got it the next morning when we got up. And you know what I sent? No, thank you. I don't think we're fucking compatible, dickhead. <laughs> so that was probably my worst night ever at a club. Well, it wasn't like he was talking to you, like he came up to you and was talking he to you. He was talking about us. No, no. Or... The thing is, he yelled it across two tables. So everybody heard him say that we said no thanks. You'd think he'd be embarrassed about that, personally. But he has no cooth. Apparently not. Google it if you don't know what cooth is. I don't know what cooth is. Google it. <laughs> I would say bing it, but that just sounds retarded. Google it. It's so much more fun. I should be getting kickbacks from Google. Yeah, Google don't have to pay anybody kickbacks. Shh. Google is a verb now. It's not a verb. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Google it. Google it. the definition of Google. Yes. And it'll say it's a verb. But you're using it no, as no, a no, verb. No, 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 no. You're telling me if I Google Google, it's going to tell me it's a verb. No, I'm telling you Google's uses a verb now. No, it's not. Yes, Google it. That. What is a verb? It's an action word. Okay. If you say Google it, what is that? That means you're going to do something. Which is a what? You're going to... Going to do something is not an action word. An action word is hitting, running, kicking. Googling is not an action word. It is when you're saying it. It is when I'm saying it, but technically so it's, it's a not verb a, no, now. No, it's not. In our dictionary, not it's a verb. We're having an English conversation right now because I would so kill you on this. About anything else, but we're using Google as a fucking verb. <laughs> all it, all, we're only using Google as a verb if we get kickbacks from the verb. I got. Are we going to get action from the kickback? I'm sure we will. Somebody I will fuck us it. because we said Google it. Well, I'm sure they already had. Y'all said Google it was so hot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you said Google it, it's hot. <laughs> if I say Google it, it's not as hot. But it's still funny. <laughs> Alright, so you said that was the what was the worst club? That was probably, if I could think on at, at one point, that would probably be the worst time I had. Only because, one, I never get called out. And I think it's rude as hell. And two, I will be the sweetest person to you up front. But if you piss me off, you're still going to get the same response. Hey, I know it irritated you. You didn't call shit there. I appreciate that. Yes. So, the best time I've had at a club. And you probably disagree with me, but this is my answer to the question. And 
my answer would be Layla's birthday party. It was in November. I don't remember if it was 12 or 13. I think it was 2000. It was like 12 or 11. No, it wasn't 11. I know it wasn't 11. So it was either 2012 or 2013. Was it before or after we went on the cruise? It was before. So we went on the cruise in 12. Yes. In November. Yes. So. But it could have been early. All right. I don't know. We actually had a... Well, no, it's the one podcast you can't listen to. Why? Because it was... It's not it was uploaded. It doesn't matter. Anyway, we were at Colette's. And, yes. um It was Layla's birthday party. Colette's and, in Dallas. And uh, our friends, Matt and Wendy, were there. And then uh, we met uh, a couple of Layla's friends who since then have turned into two of our very best friends and are two of our favorite people to Hang out with, with, spend and, time with, and, and play, play with. with. They are just two of the nicest, sweetest people ever. Yes. So So I'd have to say if that was, if I had to pick and choose my best time at a club, it would be that night because we hung out with a lot of really good people that night and we met a new couple that we become really close with since then. So even though that was the night we had the orgy on the big round bed there at Colette's. And you got up and hid Just in the middle. Just because I was a little uncomfortable for an hour or so doesn't make it a bad night. It's funny. It the, just makes the, it the night that... The sex part of the night was... The sex <laughs> part was great. Oh, and can we say... The, it's Marie and Juan. Yeah, that was Marie and Juan were there. Marie and Juan were there. Wendy and Matt were there. Layla and Gordon were there. And Layla, and Layla, yeah, that's them. Layla and Roberto were there. And then new couple that we don't really talk about. Anymore, no. He turned out to be an asshole. Yeah. That night his wife was fun, though. Yes. So it was like 10 of us there. It was a good night. Everybody had a good time. That was when our friends... I'd been talking to the couple that we became really good friends with. I'd been talking to them throughout the night. The, the wife is just beautiful. And the husband is like the sweetest fucking guy ever. He's just a great guy. I'd been talking to him throughout the night. And I had not. I had been dancing and yeah. moving around, socializing. So at the end of the night, after we'd played and everything, we were going to leave is when um, we were saying goodbye. And that's this is the couple. I know we talked about it before, but this is the couple that um, as we were leaving, somehow or another, I just leaned in and started kissing her. And my brain kicked in and like going, oh shit, I'm making out with this guy's wife. And Angie's probably just standing there beside him. Look, yeah, I didn't really know them. I didn't really know them, but I wasn't all that forward. And yeah, but I turned around, yeah. and yes, you right. and him were all over each other. So we were macking <laughs> that was, out. That was effing hilarious. It was you, awesome. You were making out with him, and you'd hardly even talk to him. So yeah, he was—he's a really good kisser. Yes, I know he's the best kisser so far. Yes. <laughs> He just so has you, a, he's a, has a knack for whatever it is that you want, you need, you feel, and he, he just lets you do your thing, and it's it's super sexy. and. Mm. So anybody that ever uh, worries about, well, what if uh, my partner finds somebody that, that thinks better than me or bigger than me or uh, does this better than me or does that better than me, this guy has been, I've been told flat out, even, though I, even though I tell Angie to lie to me and tell me I'm the best, Flat out that this guy is the best. Kisser. And he's better than me. Yes. I ain't got an issue with it. Even even one of my friends, Jessica, will just, tell you and confirm, yes, he is a really good kisser. 
just because he's a better kisser than I am doesn't mean Angie doesn't like kissing me. It doesn't bother No, me. that's not the case. All I'm saying yeah, is I'm, that... That's, I'm just saying, anybody listening to this, if you ever have those thoughts or worry about that stuff, it doesn't no, matter. No, nobody cares. It if, only you, if you if worry and like, care about that too much, then... You're just going nuts. You're superficial. Don't be superficial. But always definitely try to have a good time and find that one thing that you like about a couple. Make it like the best thing ever. You know, not every couple is going to be your number one because your number one should be your the one you're with, obviously. Right, so those are some of our best experiences at a club. Yeah, those were our worst and best experience, and I think... I think we're good. We're good. So, um... I think we, we rambled uh, too we, long. No, that's all right. I'll cut most some of that out. Yeah, you'll we cut gotta, most of that out. We got we got to uh, thank um, Jim and, and and Jennifer. Thanks. From the Hidden Swing. Jim and Jen. Oh, Jen. Sorry. No, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jim and Jennifer from the Hidden Swing. I call her Jen. She's Ooh. Jen on my phone. Okay. But she's Jennifer all her damn show woman. I don't care. She's Jen on my phone. Jim and Jen. Whatever. Hey, Jen. At any rate, we got to thank them. And then um, Mr. Kelman Craze for getting our, uh, for our intro, for our music. Yep. Go ahead and say it. Nope. Just music. He does all our music. Thank you for the music. Y- you don't want to say it? No, because okay. you get upset with me every time. No, I just think it's odd that you say it like that. That's just it doesn't not, matter. That's just weird. doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> for our music. And, um... You can find us uh, on Twitter at Average Swingers. Uh, you can find you Jay can at Twitter. You can email us at Jay at Average Swingers or Angie at Average Swingers. Yep. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go to AverageSwingers.com. You can find information out for our pub crawl on June 20th. 20th. It is a Saturday. And please, I'm going to say this once. Don't. Email us and ask us when the pub crawl is. The information is there. You just got to read it. Just read it. And read it uh, again. Read it a third time. Make your plans to be in Austin on September the 5th. 5th because we'll be having the Swap Foo Average Swingers pub crawl yep. on September the 5th It'll in Austin. be the second annual. Yes. For our birthdays, me and Mr. Foo. So be, we're going to be, be 21 your plans again. For that. That's going to be awesome. We're both 21 again. Always. Always. And uh, let's see here. I think that's all the thank yous, right? That sounds good. Yes. You can go to AverageSpeakers.com and you can click on the banner ad for SDC and get uh, one month free. Mm -hmm. And you can click on the banner ad for Cassidy and sign up and you can get three Three months months free. free. I believe that's about it, baby. So remember. I'm Angie. Wait. I said it too fast. That managing. So remember, life is short. Oh, wait, wait. No, no, wait. Wait, edit. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep, yep. You yep, don't edit yep, that. Yep, 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 yep. This is gold okay, so far. So, life is short. Party naked. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. We gotta let the kitties in. They're crying. Go let the kitties in. Ow. Oh, I forgot to record. Oh, yeah.
trying to get down to any deep shit. We're just talking to you and trying to. I had no idea where Newfoundland was. We were See, talking about that today. Geography sucks. I'm horrible at it. I did say Canada, really so <laughs> I was right. See, yeah. I was like, yeah, Iceland somewhere? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, really snowy in their pictures. <laughs> no, I'm just worried about you because you... Oh, I'll be fine. You're all right. I'll be fine. I had a shop. <laughs> <laughs> like anything but it gives it gives them yeah that didn't sound good either. what i was getting at is um for the literal edit everything i just said intimidated like you know like this is a big world and they're just a small tree stump reality okay, check we're gonna knock that one it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter who you're with it doesn't matter anything all that matters is that if confident in yourself confidence is such a beautiful thing so next to them who is who compares to what you know it's you should edit all that yeah probably because it made no sense whatsoever. edit rewind stop delete they need to do to whatever it is to stabilize their that's not a word it is now but okay like in a regular life But a regular life. You gotta hold it. Oh wait. No, 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 it's already going. Oh. <laughs> life is short, party naked!